All right, we're live. SEC Power Rankings, week three, following week two's dreadful performance from the SEC. Hmm. <laughs> and, hey, we'll get to the top. The top's the important one. But, as always, let people filter in here for a minute. But, as always with these power rankings, got to explain it. What happened in the past doesn't matter. It's all about this year. What happened in the 2023 season up to this point? Who wins if Team A meets Team B on a neutral field? That's all. That's the only factor I'm going with here. And yes, including Texas and Oklahoma in these rankings this year. All right, we got some morning morning risers. I tried to do this last night. I fell asleep watching Auburn. <laughs> but let's get to it. Florida, you were dead last. You're not last anymore, so congrats to you. Now we got Vanderbilt. 16th. I think that's an easy selection. Commodores. Mm, it was an ugly game against Wake Forest. You haven't looked good all year. Since week zero, you've looked poor, Vanderbilt. So you're, you're dead last until further notice. Florida, I've moved you up to 15. Yes, you beat the brakes off McNeese. Every player on McNeese jersey, I, I was confused at first. They're all, they're all McNeese. I thought they were all related. But no, they don't. They can't even afford to put different names on the jerseys there at McNeese. You get no credit for beating, blowing the doors off McNeese. But you got an opportunity to make a massive jump next week when you host Tennessee. So Florida, you're number 15 until further notice. Mizzou, Shane's Mizzou, number 14. What was Drink doing there? He had an opportunity to to seal this one. Brady Cook, let Brady Cook, let Brady Cook on the bench after that one. I don't know how the hell I, I watched Kansas State this morning because there was, or yesterday morning because there was not a lot of SEC games on at noon. Kansas State looks good. Missouri looked okay for a half, and then the second half, dreadful. Missouri's in trouble. No way Florida's beating Tennessee, says Maverick. Well, hmm. I don't know. Maybe you didn't watch yesterday. They looked awful. Aggies need a head coach shopping if we don't win night. Yeah, absolutely, Kyle. I've been saying it for a while. I'm glad you're on board. Good morning, SEC fans. So, Mizzou, until further notice, number 14, we got a quarterback. We're going into the biggest game, potentially, of the drink era, and we got quarterback controversy week three of the season. This is awful. The defense is legit, even though they, they cracked the door open for MTSU, which got their Doors blown off by Alabama week one. South Carolina, 13. Nice bounce back against the finest FCS program in the country, Furman, according to Beamer. Studs all over. NFL players all over that Furman roster. But Spencer Rattler looked incredible. Again, shitty competition. We got to admit that. But this was the bounce back you wanted to see, particularly after all this uh, hype that Furman was getting, even though it was all coming from... Uh, the head coach down there in Columbia. But again, same thing with Florida. You just you're not getting much credit for beating Furman. But nice bounce back for South Carolina. Could have been awful had you looked ugly in that game. Number 12. Very dis this may be the team I'm most disappointed with in the entire SEC up to this point. And they're undefeated. Kentucky. What the hell are we doing? 
this was a dogfight, if anybody missed it, against Eastern Kentucky. I mean, back and forth, back and forth. This was a four-quarter game. It's pathetic. And Kentucky should be smoking East Kentucky. Now, you're, you're undefeated. You played like dog shit, and you're undefeated. So that's something. Not impressed with Kentucky. You got to get that cleaned up. Devin Leary has not lived up to the hype. He's been very average. But they still got some good receivers there. Defense making some plays. Kentucky got to step it up. UK and Eastern is always a fight. Well, that's pathetic, Matthew. I'm, I'm sorry. Getting a T shaved into your beard isn't good enough. You are a Tennessee fan. If you can easily say T, well, <laughs> I specifically said this is for Texas. So, no, it's for Texas. Come on now. All right, next on the docket here, number 11, Auburn. Thank God for Auburn that Cal has a horrible kicker. I, th I believe he missed three field goals. If he makes those, Cal wins that game. That was, that was an ugly game. Defense, quarterback still up and down. We, we got Jarquez Hunter back in the lineup, and it didn't matter much. I, I'll hand it to Cal, though. They were a lot more physical, a lot more defensive team. I didn't think they played defense in the Pac-12. Utah proved otherwise. Cal kind of showed that. I had to rewatch the game this morning because, like I said, I fell asleep. But Cal, you know, they look – their quarterback, too, was a little bit of a playmaker. He had a little Robbie Ashford to him. So, nice win. I, I think that's a really good win for Auburn. I really do, even though I'm not bunking, kicking them up the list too much. Number 11 in the SEC, Auburn, for a young team or, – or not young, but new coaching staff, new players, going all the way across the country. I don't care what the score is, getting a win – that's big. Now, you'll likely be the only undefeated team going into that A&M game in two weeks. So that was big for Auburn. All right, uh, number 10, Mississippi State. Ooh, man, Mississippi State fans have been feeling it. And all this SEC sucks talk, they said, not us. We're whooping Arizona. Well, went in overtime. <laughs> I don't know how we're feeling about this new offensive coordinator. I mean, hell, he's not calling any pass plays for some reason, but... Hey, a win's a win on a day like Saturday. We'll take it. That Arizona quarterback, he's got a lot of Brett Favre to him, and mostly the bad parts, just the turnovers, then he'll wow you, then a turnover, then he'll wow you. Everything but the uh, misuse of the welfare funds down there in Mississippi. That Arizona quarterback, very hot or cold. They're, Mississippi State, big time plays on defense, but let that quarterback get him back in it. That was, that was a dogfight. I thought... I thought Arizona was going to win going into overtime. But thankfully, Mississippi State pulled it out. You're undefeated. Again, like I said, on a game like Saturday, a day like Saturday, coming out a win over a Power 5 team, I don't care how ugly, that should be celebrated. So Mississippi State, you're undefeated. You're number 10. LSU, number 9. I was kind of kidding when I put LSU I, I, at 15 last. I mean, they lost handedly by Florida State, but... They were TBD. I just left them down there because that was just dreadful. But this feels, I mean, there was the defense still letting Grambling score, which was troubling in the first half. Grambling. LSU, mighty LSU. Not a single play on Grambling's roster they take over one of their own. Yet they were, I mean, Jane Daniels had a nice game, but again, we're not rewarding you for what you do against Grambling. Come on now. Number nine, top half. Oh, wait, wait, no, I'm sorry. Eight, top half. forget how many teams there are now. Texas A&M. Oh, my God, Texas A&M. 
that felt like a must win and you must lost it. So, but that is, was not on the offense. That was on the defense, the special teams, Miami, Mario Cristobal with the quote of the game after he said, you want to see progress from a program, right? He's in year two. He's beating Jimbo in year six. A&M fans, they've been waiting for progress. They're not seeing it. Now, I don't think this means Texas A&M's awful, but big step back. This is a game you should have won. No excuse. That was, that, was, that was rough. All the hype we've been giving A&M. Not, not completely jumping off the band. I think the offense will still be good. But where was the defense? Where was that defense? Whew. Awful. But... In a complete awful day, it wasn't even the worst for the SEC. Number seven, Arkansas. What are we doing on the offensive line, Arkansas? (laughs) Oh, I mean, KJ bailed you out. Kent State. Arkansas fans were telling us they were going to score 60 points. They were mad. I only gave them 40-something. Well, they didn't even crack 30. I don't believe. What was the final score there? Whatever it was, it was ugly as hell. Kent State is awful. And Arkansas beat them. Where you at here? Twenty-eight-six. I mean, that was just all. That was awful. Everyone looked awful. This is this is the hardest power rankings I've ever had to do because I don't know where to rank any of these teams after two. Next week will give us a little bit better indication when we get into conference play. But Arkansas at seven, I feel like I'm cheating the rest of the SEC because you're no better than Auburn, no better than Kentucky, Mississippi State. I mean, they're you're all jumbled there. And that goes for Tennessee, too, number six. Austin P. if you didn't watch that game, lack of execution in the red zone. Joe Milton looked very average. He looked like the Joe Milton that all the haters said he would be. High passes, drops. Thank God Tennessee's got a defense and a running game. They're going to have to lean on it all season long. Not impressed with Tennessee this Saturday. They, they look like. They just thought they could show up and win, which they did. But against Austin P, that's not what you want to see. I mean, this I was anticipating 50, 60 points from Tennessee. And again, that was not a great performance. 30 to 13. <sighs> Top five. I did not imagine we'd be sitting here top five two weeks into the season. Oklahoma, still looking good. They beat SMU. I don't have ESPN Plus, so I have not <laughs> was not able to watch that game. But uh, Oklahoma, you get top five because, you. I mean, you handled a SMU team. I, I'll give you credit for that. Ole Miss, number four. I think that says something about where the league's at right now because you struggled on the road against Tulane without its starting quarterback. And for much of this game, you were down. And thankfully, you got better athletes, you got a better quarterback, you got a better running back, you got better receivers, you got more talent on defense. And in the end, defense won out, talent won out, but not a great showing from Ole Miss. It very much looks like a team that every offseason they piece together with the transfer portal. That's kind of the nicest way I could say it. Ole Miss, you're 2-0, but not very impressive, yet you're number four in the SEC. Again, I think that says more about the rest of the SEC than it does Ole Miss right now. Uh, Arizona, good. Uh, I mean, how pathetic. We're sitting here. We got to talk up Arizona. <laughs> that that's that's 
that's rough that we're sitting here on an SEC show saying, well, Arizona's a good team. They've never had a winning season, I don't think, in about 10 years. Yeah, they're great. All right, Alabama, number three. I'm keeping you. I didn't drop you too bad. You got outclassed. You got outplayed. You got outcoached. And there's a massive difference between your quarterback and the one in Texas. Because Jalen Milrow regressed big time here. Now, it the offensive line, I put it more on the offensive line than anything because I thought this was the world's greatest offensive line to some people. They, they didn't look it. They got manhandled by Texas defensive front. Uh, and Jalen Milrow was basically, he, he'd take the snap, he'd juke, and then he'd take off. It, that, was, that was mostly the game plan. Now they set up some big shots for him. Tommy Reese did, he, he called some nice plays. The plays were not being made. And that's, that's what it was. I saw Jalen Milrow after the game. He took ownership on that, so good for him. But if this is as good as Alabama quarterbacks as we got, what does that say about the rest of the guys? Alabama's going to lose a, a couple more games if they keep playing like they played on Saturday. And that's not to take away from Texas. Texas made mistakes. And they still beat them by 10 points on the road. So credit Texas, Georgia, I got you, number two. Again, not impressed. 0-0 after the first quarter. And yet they scored 31 in the second quarter. So we got to give them their credit. But seven of that was a punt return touchdown. And then two fluky interceptions gave you short fields. Georgia only had one drive of over 31 yards at halftime, I'm pretty sure. Because after the interceptions, it was short yards. They took it. They took advantage. They took care of business. But it, this ain't this ain't Georgia we're used to seeing. They're sleepwalking. Now they play South Carolina this weekend. We'll learn a lot more about Georgia this weekend. Whew. But Georgia number two, and I, I'm basically giving you number two because no one else is stepping up except for Texas after a rough debut against Rice. They're they're for real. They're legit. Texas, number one in the power rankings. And what does that say about the damn SEC after a couple weeks here that, again, we're hyping up Texas and Oklahoma as the saviors of this conference. Thankfully, we're adding the two right teams. (laughs) They're going to save our league here. Ooh, you think anybody's sandbagging for conference play? No. No, this is major college football. You... Sandbagging. Imagine if Missouri would have lost today. I mean, Eli would he'd be a loss away from getting fired. Why would he be sandbagging? AM. Why would they be sandbagging? Jimbo's on the hottest of hot seats now. Uh Mark Stoops, had he lost to Eastern Kentucky, we got to put him on the hot seat. No. No, that's that's foolishness. NIL and Portal definitely leaven the playing field. Yes and no, because SEC for the most part's dominating all those. So maybe you're saying across the SEC it's evened out. That's hurting Georgia. Well, hell, Georgia, I mean, they're adding receivers because of NIL, and and Alabama's doing it the same as well. I don't think that's that's why the the entire league's down or anything. All these non-SEC teams are stacked with XSC. I don't think Arizona is, or Austin P or Eastern Kentucky, or MTSU. Or who else awful this this week? Grambling, Tulane. I mean, Miami's got a couple. Wake Forest doesn't. Kent State doesn't. Uh, Arizona, I think I already said them. Cal, no. Furman, no. They're not littered with 
The SEC's taking players from all these schools that are good. Look at Ole Miss roster. Look at Arkansas roster. Look at Tennessee roster. They're taking Arkansas defense. Here, five, I appreciate you. I don't know how to say your name. How do you feel about Arkansas defense? You're not going to flip the script in one offseason and become dominant on defense. You just that's not possible because you got to. Now the defensive line looks good, but you're you're just not going to overhaul it unless you're Deion Sanders. But they're very opportunistic, getting turnovers. That's what you have to do if if you're trying to flip a defense, because because you like I said, you're not going to completely flip the roster, but and you're not going to be completely dominant after being god awful on defense. But if you can continue to for, force turnovers, give the ball. Back to that offense, which has not been executing. But if you do that in SEC play and they start executing, that's exactly the recipe for Arkansas having a great season. Continue to force these turnovers. Got to get the offense going, though. Any thoughts on drop passes from Tennessee receivers? Yeah, I mean, this. I don't know how you can completely blame that on Joe Milton, but a lot of his passes are high. A lot of his passes are behind the receivers. Not all of them, particularly that – Ramel Keaton, one of having nightmares of that one in in the Virginia game. That was not on Joe Milton, but some of these are on Joe Milton. I mean, he throws a damn rocket. We all know that. So some of it is on him. It's an issue. Got to get that cleaned up. Not going to win in the swamp with drops. UGA transfers on the Arizona D. Well, yeah, Bill Norton, who he couldn't get on the field at Georgia. So we're touting up Arizona because a guy that couldn't get on the field at Georgia. I don't think so. That's crazy. UGA beats Texas on a neutral field, not based on 2023, based on this is what people do. They look at last year. Stetson Bennett's not on that team. He's he's not. Some of these defensive players not on this team. Last year, of course. This year, no. Not based on what we've, we've seen. Now, Georgia's going to get a lot better by week six, week seven. Yes, possibly. But we're just guessing. And hell, I can't guess these winners to save my life. Oh, I'm just I'm still upset over over this Saturday. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I forgot. No one's mentioned it on here, but I got to shave into a damn tee for Texas after the big win. So tune in Sunday, six Eastern, five Central. We're going to be doing our reaction show with Cousin Shane. Hopefully, we get Cousin Shane over here. He's been MIA the last couple of days, but that'll be something. Anything else before I hop off here? We're pushing 20 minutes here. Texas has all the playmakers in the skill position. That's true. They are looking good. Man, we're still hyping up Arizona in the comments. That's, this is pathetic. Mm. Arizona has tons of transfers from Georgia, Michigan, and UCLA. Hmm. <laughs> Think about what we're doing here. We're hyping up Arizona. Oh my God, this is awful. This is just awful. What's next? Who who are we going to hype up next? Ball State? Ball State's got all kinds of transfers. They're elite. No, they're not. This is Mississippi State should not have been, been how many, let's, let's look us up. How many interceptions did the Arizona quarterback throw? Four interceptions. Will Rogers, zero interceptions. Turnovers. Arizona had five turnovers. Mississippi State had one, and it took overtime to beat. This is a shit team. Do not tell me that Arizona's got a couple transfers, so they're good now. Mississippi State's got a bunch of transfers from LSU, from Miami, from Georgia. I mean, they got transfers too. 
This is this is awful. What are we talking about? No, Arizona's not good. I, you cannot convince me of that. They just had five turnovers, and they nearly won. That That's a horrible sign for Mississippi State. I hate to tell you that. All right, anything else? But, but, but all we're seeing is Arizona is great comments here. We, are we going to have to add Arizona to, to make this league good again? <laughs> I sure as hell hope not. I, I'm going to stop covering the league if they add Arizona. Yeah, of course. Bama doesn't have a competent quarterback. You need to let go of Texas's nuts. I mean, have I been? I've been down on. I've been dogging them. Go back, listen to our reaction show when they played Rice. They were they were not good. Make sure to keep this recording so we can have. Well, I mean, this is on the internet. It's on YouTube. What, what are you talking about? They don't go anywhere. It's it's there forever. Don't believe in George the quarterback. No, of course, no. He's not looked great. Uh, you'll be on the state train next. I hope so. If they beat LSU, I'll hop right on it. All right. I guess this is nothing but Arizona hype. So we're going to jump off here. We need to add rice. <laughs> God, we're going to be hyping up. Rice. Apparently rice looked good last week. JT Daniels Heisman, even though he's awful. All right. So that's the power rankings. One last time. I guess I'll go over it until, unless anybody missed it. Texas, number one, Georgia, number two, Alabama three, Ole Miss four, Oklahoma five, Tennessee, excuse me, six, Arkansas seven, A&M eight, LSU nine, Mississippi State 10, Auburn 11, Kentucky 12, South Carolina 13, Missouri 14, Florida 15, and Vanderbilt 16. And really, there's no difference between six and 13, 14 at this point in time. They're all, they all looked awful. All right, so I'm going to call it one here. I appreciate you guys. And don't forget, sat, uh, tonight, 6 Eastern, 5 Central, live show, breaking this all down with Cousin Shane. I got to shave into a damn tee here I got, <laughs> for one show only. I'm not leaving it for a week or anything. But for Texas, we're, we're doing it. So tune in, 6 o'clock Eastern, 5 Central. Be on YouTube if you missed it. And uh, as always, appreciate you. Catch you on the next one.